Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hey friends, I had the privilege of having my hubby join me on the episode you're about to listen to, and I can't wait for you to hear all that we have to share about dealing with differences that can frustrate us in relationships. But first, I want to preface that when we recorded this, it went unsaid that the root issue with any tension or frustration we experience in relationships is ultimately pride. Our pride makes us want to fight for our own way, demanding it's the only right way or the best way. And of course, that can create division and further frustration. Matt and I believe God calls us to be unified and edify or build up one another. That's the heart behind this episode. However, we didn't want this to feel like a teaching on that. There are plenty of awesome teachings on this concept out there that I highly recommend you go learn from and listen to, but we wanted to provide a slightly different perspective by sharing real tangible steps and examples in action to actually work toward unity. That said, in this episode, we're simply sharing some steps that we've taken, steps that have helped us stop talking about being unified like we believe God made us to be, but actually take action and live it out. So with that said, we hope this episode blesses and challenges you. Let's dive into it. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. for today's episode because today I invited my first ever bearded guest onto the show. He's pretty handsome, one of my favorite people. I think you're going to love him. He is my husband, babe. Can you say hey? (laughs) Pretty handsome. (laughs) Really? That was your greatest takeaway from that whole fantastic introduction? Well, last time we recorded this intro, you said the most handsome, and then I got downgraded to pretty (laughs) handsome this time. So I think we, we're getting off on the wrong foot here. But yeah, I'm Jordan's okay, handsome husband, Matt. <laughs> this is true. I recorded the first intro and it didn't go so well. I didn't mean to say it like that, though. I think you are the most handsome. Mm. <laughs> Step one, re- remove foot from mouth. <laughs> Step one, your podcast recording. This is actually a good uh, transition to what we're talking about today, isn't it, babe? Yeah, real smooth. Look at that segue. You are a natural at this. Nice. So what are we talking about? Oh, is that what I'm supposed to say? Oh, okay. We're trying to figure out this catch on to each other thing, play off of each other. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about balancing your strengths and weaknesses as a couple, especially when your strengths and weaknesses are vastly different. I would say one of the greatest blessings, but also 
one of the biggest challenges in our marriage is that we are true complements. Um, in many ways, we are opposite. My strengths are his weaknesses. His strengths are often my weaknesses. But it's in many ways a good thing, but it can also be a really big challenge. And we know many friends of ours and I'm sure plenty of other couples can resonate with that, can relate to that. And I think sometimes we can feel like, gosh, is this normal? You know, feeling like we're running into a brick wall be just simply because we're different. Uh, let's see. To start, I am not a very organized person, <laughs> but Jordan, on the other hand, is extremely organized. Like, she organized all of the food in our fridge <laughs> by color recently. <laughs> it um, was so beautiful. Admit it. You liked it. It was aesthetically pleasing. I'll admit that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Makes um, it easier to Also use. weird, but... <laughs> Neat, I guess. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, I guess I can say our second one. When it comes to timeliness or promptness, it's funny how we differ in that area. Because, for example, if we have a meeting or an event to be at, I personally think that if you are within 15 minutes of the start time, like, you're good. Yeah, Jordan thinks that start time is like a suggestion where <laughs> me playing college and professional sports, like if you weren't 15 minutes early, you were late. And so Which like, I you think didn't even is think, ridiculous. You didn't even think about being 15 minutes late. Like you are a dead man if you're 15 minutes late. But see, I grew up watching The Princess Diaries and the quote, the queen is never late. Everyone else is simply early. Is what kind of created that tendency. <laughs> yeah, so we're still working on that queen complex. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Your majesty. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, let's share another area. I'm always late to, like, events and stuff, but I don't really procrastinate projects or bigger things that need to be done. Right, where I work best in the 11th hour, like, I wait till 11, 59, 59. That's true. Isn't that ironic, though, for but a guy who's I, I do, always on time? I do, I do get everything on done. Barely. Yeah, but you're stressed I, out. I just need the stress to <laughs> motivate me sometimes. <laughs> Which is so funny because for being so timely in when you have to be somewhere or whatever, it's just different. But anyway, so we kind of have differing strengths when it comes to timeliness and procrastination and that kind of stuff. Um, I would say another thing is patience. I'm not very patient. No comment. <laughs> that was good save. See, you're good at not putting your foot in your mouth. That's another weakness of mine. But kind of growing off, going off that, I am not the most patient person, and I think a lot of that is because I'm – how would you describe me? You're a very driven person. Yeah, so – Very organized, very driven. Like you get an idea, and you are like pedal to the metal – halfway around the world with it before I even find out what it is. Yeah, that's true. And I think that can be one of my greatest strengths, and it can also be one of my greatest downfalls. Um, so when it comes to how that affects patience, I'm not always the most patient. I'm very, like, quick and, you know, want to get things done and need a response right away. Like, if we're having a conversation, you're more of a processor, I would say. So sometimes I'll ask him something, and I just expect that he will have a response in four seconds. Yes, because I like to think about <laughs> things. I I typically don't respond right away. I like to think about what was said and understand it fully before I start uh, or before I respond to make sure that everything that 
I communicate is based off me fully understanding. So I'll clarify a lot. Like, okay, so did you mean this? Mm-hmm. Or Jordan's just like, answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. What do you mean? I, uh, what about the dishes? <laughs> did I not, <laughs> what about not putting them away? Yeah. So that's always fun. Okay, so another area where our strengths and weaknesses uh, differ is Jordan is super passionate. Um, whatever she does, like she is pedal to the metal when it comes to like she gets an idea and she's just go 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 go. And I she, work a lot. Yes. I like. Well, I'm naturally one who can overwork myself. She's literally the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. like you take off the mask at night and it's like boing 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 boing. <laughs> Energizer Bunny with little drums. Anyways, Jordan is super driven, but I guess a downside to that is because she's super passionate and driven, she will work mm-hmm. until she can't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Like she'll work until she falls asleep if she wanted to. Where me, I will f- sleep. <laughs> well, you're really good at prioritizing rest. So just like, you know, one of my greatest strengths is that I can be really driven and I. I feel like in many ways can be kind of a motivator in our relationship. And in the same way, like, because I can overwork myself, I would say you're like my calm in this storm. You're really good at prioritizing rest. And sometimes, you know, just like I have a lot of drive and can be kind of like the motivator in the relationship in many ways, I can also be the one that doesn't balance work and rest really well. And he helps bring the calm and the rest and the, you know, balance in that way. Um, but then other times, you know, it can be easy to overrest too because, you know, so we just do have these differing strengths and weaknesses that really do complement each other. But would you say they can also really frustrate each other? Yes. 150 million percent. Yes. <laughs> have we ever been frustrated with each other? No. Never. Ever. That would be crazy. No. We, oh yes, we are frequently frustrated with each other, like on a weekly basis. Yeah, and I think that's really important for people to know, not because we have some unhealthy relationship, but I don't know, have you ever thought this? Maybe maybe you haven't because you're a guy. Maybe you have because you're a guy. I don't know. But it's something that I sometimes catch myself thinking, like, do other people feel this way or are we just struggling, you know? Mm-hmm. No, you- I, yeah, that's something that's real common. You're like, I can't. Like, am I the only person dealing with this frustration right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so because of that, and those are just a few examples, whether it's a difference in how we're patient or a difference in how we're on time or in how we organize or how we, you know, just do certain things daily. Those things, as small as they may seem, can really be the core of issues that can arise and create bigger problems that really don't need to exist. And so I would say recently we've really had to sit down and kind of create some new plans of attack for what do we do when our strengths and weaknesses are <laughs> kind of rearing their head against one another rather than really complementing one, one another and helping us walk in unity and strength and building the relationship for the better. So we put together like seven or eight different things that we have done and that have really helped us and things that we've learned for any of our other couple friends out there who are like SOS. We're definitely not pros at this, but I think that in the last, would you say maybe six or eight months, we've been able to put some things into practice that have been super helpful. So we want to pass those on. Definitely. So the first thing uh, that we decided to work on, you know, the first step we want to take was we, you know, we found ourselves making 
kind of over-promising and under-delivering mm-hmm. um, when it came to behavioral changes. Like, it was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll work out every day of the week. Or he would say things like, okay, I'll just do the laundry more or whatever I was asking him to help with more. Or, okay, I'll just pick my stuff up more. Because um, me being super organized, I'm like, you cannot leave a sock on the bed. How dare you? You know, <laughs> I'm like a tyrant about it. And he's like, okay. So I would. And I sometimes forget that I have drawers for clean clothes <laughs> and, and laundry baskets for dirty clothes. Yeah, there's a thing that, that works that way. But sometimes, you know, I would get frustrated over those little things. I'd be like, come on, you got to remember to do this. And then he would say something like, okay, I'll do it from now on. Sorry. And then he would do it really well for a day or two. And then we'd kind of go back to normal and everything would simmer back down and it would happen again. Or there were just uh, things that I would do too, that he would say, hey, you've got to stop overworking. Okay, I'll stop doing that. And then of course, after the first day or two of making that big promise without really having simple incremental changes to implement, it would just go back to the old cycle and then the other person would be frustrated. So in order to combat that, we decided to make small incremental changes. And you brought that up. I remember we were sitting out on our patio. It was after we had some sort of frust- like moment or day that had really frustrated both of us. And we were sitting there eating dinner and he looked at me. He's like, you know what, Jay? I think I have to stop trying to make these massive changes to these things. And same for you that are like natural weaknesses. And instead, we need to find ways as a couple to make a little bit more incremental changes or create some simple, doable, daily disciplines that will help foster these behaviors that we want to have, whether that's me working less or him picking up his socks off the bed or whatever the thing is. And I thought, why have we never thought of this before? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was really easy to just kind of like put a blanket mm-hmm. statement on it and be like, okay, you know, I'll take care of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it wasn't like I was setting myself up for failure. Mm-hmm. And I would maybe be good at that for two or three days, and then I would forget. And then I would just say, ah, screw it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. well, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Where um, I actually got the idea from... Um, a book that I recently read, 12 Rules for Life mm-hmm. by uh, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. And there's a part in there where he says, if you want to like make changes in your life, aim low. And it mm-hmm. sounds kind of pessimistic, <laughs> but he said literally like if, like for me, for picking up laundry, it's like if you want to like encourage yourself and make yourself change so you don't leave laundry on the ground, like just start by putting your laundry away at the end of every day. Mm-hmm. Like, or put, put it, make sure everything's in the hamper by the end of the day. Something little and simple like that and then reward yourself. Rather than you mean like every second throughout the day? Like if you... Right, actually, or just, yeah. It's, it, I something mean, just, simple. Like yeah, that. just take care of it and mm-hmm. reward yourself. And give yourself a little reward like, okay, I get to have popcorn later because <laughs> I picked up on my oh, laundry. Oh, that's why you've been having so much popcorn. <laughs> have you noticed that there's not laundry on the ground? <laughs> kind of. Anyways, You're um, to say yes. Yes. It's for the sake of demonstration. <laughs> See, like I said, work in progress. But I often hear whenever I, you know, listen to anything on habit change or personal development or anything motivational or challenging or anything like that, we often hear this big fancy challenges of big change, big action, massive action, take take a big step. 
And it's funny because I think that actually is setting us up for failure. And so I have been saying this little phrase over and over, and it's really becoming like a theme of any kind of message I put out because I've seen how effective it is in our, in my personal life and also in our relationship, in our house, and creating the changes that need to be changed or created. And it's simply this, incremental, implementable, imperfect action. You know, your action steps aren't going to be perfect, and holding yourself to that standard is kind of ridiculous. Um, They just need to be incremental, like Matt just shared, and something that you can implement right away. It should be something very, very simple and implementable. And even if it's imperfectly done, at least it's getting done. So that's been really helpful for me. And I think it's a helpful mindset shift, both in your personal life and in your personal relationships. Absolutely. So the second thing that kind of ties along with the incremental change is we decided to establish like simple boundaries and disciplines uh, that we can both agree on and commit to and stick to and do together. Mm-hmm. So, for example, uh, recently we started, what, what would you say, about two months ago? Yeah. Yeah, we started waking up at 5 a.m. every day and working out together because our schedules throughout the day are drastically different. You know, I, I work for a medical device company, so I have to be out of the house by 6 a.m., um, 6.30 most of the time. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's self-employed, and so she can go to the office at nine if she wants to. Mm-hmm. And so she, we were on different schedules, and I would get home probably at three o'clock. She would still be at the office or a coffee shop working, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't see her till six, and then six or seven, and then we'd only have a couple hours before I have to go to bed. And we, you know, often had different things that we were doing in the evening just because we're different people. He'd be outside, he'd be burning stuff in the burn pit or whatever, and I'd be inside. And so we were talking about, okay, we already have such different strengths and weaknesses that are kind of, you know, at times can be what causes us to butt heads. And then on top of that, being on different schedules made it even more difficult to feel unified. And so we thought, okay, obviously I can't change your genetic makeup, right? Like, yes, we can slowly create these incremental changes to help improve our weaknesses and, you know, help sharpen one another's strengths and things like that. But that doesn't happen overnight. But one implementable, I guess, incremental change that we could make is, but maybe if we decide to get up at the same time and start our days together, that's going to give us our first hour of our day doing something together, working towards a common goal. I mean, I've read so many different things on marriage and I've often seen it be like a recurring piece of advice to start and end your days together as much as you can. It kind of starts you off on the same foot because you're going to go two totally different directions during the day. Even if you work together, I mean, you are different people, you have different assignments, different tasks. And so even just that discipline of prioritizing you time together in the morning, whether that's quiet time, um, breakfast together, working out, a combination of those things, that has been so helpful. And that was just one discipline and household rule we made. Um, Another household rule that we made was that we, or for me at least, it was like all work is to be done by five o'clock. And that's something that we wrote down on a piece of paper so we could actually both see it as a rule. So we get up at 5 a.m. and work is done by 5 p.m. And we also said that our our phones will stay outside of our bedroom when we bought alarm clocks. Those are just a few simple things, but they help um, really, I guess, what would you say, like avoid distraction or unnecessary distraction? Yeah, and honestly, I mean, as far as the phone goes, like keeping your phone outside your room uh, and using an alarm clock because that's what alarm clocks are made for, <laughs> um, you'll actually find that you sleep better mm-hmm. because you're not like 
there's a study or something mm-hmm. um, that shows like blue light from your phone mm-hmm. uh, makes it harder for you to fall asleep. And you're actually kind of more irritable too. Right. And like, so yeah. if the last thing you do is like, all right, set your alarm, shut your phone off. And then we sit in bed together and we'll talk or we'll plan the next day or read we'll read. It. I'm reading a book about houseplants because <laughs> I kill every houseplant I have. Because she's cool like that. <laughs> I feel like I'm 90 years old, but it's great. Um, so, yeah, just a few of those simple boundaries and disciplines. You know, I tend to overwork. And so creating a work boundary that we both hold me to and that I committed to was really helpful. And then, you know, he tends to have to be out of the house really early. So cr- me saying, okay, then I'm going to get up earlier than I have to so that we can start our days off in the same night or same token or whatever those things are. I mean, that's been really helpful since we already have different strengths and weaknesses. Thank you to ModCloth for sponsoring this episode. At ModCloth, there's no such thing as an ordinary outfit. Crafted by a team of in-house designers, ModCloth's signature styles include hand-drawn prints, standout silhouettes, and an inclusive size range that celebrates all women. ModCloth has tons of stylish outerwear that's sure to make an impression. Prepare for those upcoming holiday parties with ModCloth's Party Boutique. Discover everything from sheer lace to luxe velvet to irresistible sparkle. It's sure to be a night to remember and an outfit you'll never forget. ModCloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. That's why they offer a full range of sizes from double extra small to 4X. I absolutely love what ModCloth is all about and cannot wait to do some of my holiday shopping there this year. One thing I love about ModCloth is that they're not just a fashion brand, but they also have a variety of home decor items and things like mugs. And as an avid mug collector, I'm all about that life. If you want some discounted holiday shopping, you can get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more by going to modcloth.com and entering the code SHE. Just go to modcloth.com, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter the code SHE at checkout and you'll get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. But hop to it because this offer is only valid for one-time use and expires on February 2nd, 2019. So the third thing that we have done to kind of help build off each other's strengths is establish household roles and rules that kind of foster each other's strengths. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm much more of a hands-on person. I like to work with my hands. So I do a lot of the the yard work, lots Mm -hmm. of the outdoor stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, caring for our chickens. (laughs) Proud chicken parent. Yeah. Jordan, not so much. Um... (laughs) Jay, on the other hand, is she enjoys mental systems, I guess. Mental systems. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I mean, I like to work with my hands, but I like to think about order and maintaining different, you know, systems in our house. So for me, I don't mind the more tedious tasks of folding laundry or, you know, organizing drawers or color coding my refrigerator, right? So even just filing papers, like our legal information and that kind of stuff. So I kind of take care of the more like systematic pieces of the household and help with roles that would fulfill that, like filing papers. And Matt is, or, you know, even you, you take care of financial things, but I kind of help out with bill pay and just making sure things are on time in that way. Cause that's a kind of a mental task and Matt's really good at working with his hands. So taking the trash out, doing the outdoor, you know, 
maintenance and fixing things that break and whatever those kind of tasks are better for him. So we sat down and we said, okay, what are your household roles? Like whose strength really plays into cutting the grass or whose strength really plays into... um, Laundry. Yeah. So the fourth thing that I would say that has helped us when it comes to this whole thing of achieving more unity and helping really build off one another's strengths rather than getting frustrated by each other's weaknesses is to create systems that enhance each other's strengths to really set one another up for success. So for example, um, Jordan was getting very frustrated with my perceived lack of organizational skills. And so instead of just getting mad at me every time and me, you know, apologizing and doing the same thing. She decided to take her strength, which is organization, and help me be more organized by establishing a system. So, for example, instead of my hunting stuff being kind of spread out all over the garage, there's a little corner in her garage now, um, and she got a, a little uh, plastic storage bin. Mm-hmm. Um, so all my stuff goes in there, uh, and that's resolved an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, my stuff's more organized. Jordan's happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. The same thing goes with car keys. I would tend to lose my car keys. I don't lose them as much anymore. Part of that is thanks to Jordan. Part of that is also thanks to Tile. Not a sponsor, <laughs> but so worth it. Oh my gosh. Tile, uh, the little thing you put on your key keys. key tracker, Bluetooth yeah. key tracker. You um, can literally call your keys. Yeah. It's Anyways, um, Jordan got a little cute key hook thing. So my keys aren't just like on the kitchen counter or in a catch-all drawer or something like that. So um, she got a little key hook that has a his, hers, and then little paws on it for Hoosier's leash. (laughs) It's actually really cute. But, you know, that was just a little thing because I was like, gosh, I don't want to be naggy. I feel like I've been nagging a lot and it doesn't really seem to get anywhere. So I got to this point where I was like, well, I could nag again and I know how that goes. So what would be one little step I can take to help enable and, you know, encourage the disciplines that I would like to see? Um, so that's just like a very simple thing. But if that's just a, an example, but whatever your relationship looks like, maybe, you know, you're um, or you're a more not so organized person and your partner's like a total clean freak, really good about that, um, but maybe can be really intense about it. Matt's also helped me you know, one way he enables me to, um, you know, my strength can also be my weakness. And at times I can be really, um, a little obsessive about how things are. So he's good about being like, Hey, you know what? We don't have to have a perfect plan today. Let's spontaneously go get coffee. And even though that seems silly, like if it's not in my plan, it can stress me out. So he's been good about just in the same way, enabling me to not necessarily blow off having a plan completely, but helping me, you know, be a little bit less controlling of certain things because he's naturally stronger in that way. He's not nearly as controlling. So it's interesting how your own strength can also become a weakness and how if you can identify that in the other person, say, okay, what's one simple step that I can take that won't totally throw you off, but enable you to, you know, do this a little bit more healthier, a little bit more healthier. That was really bad grammar, (laughs) but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So another thing that we have found really helpful too, kind of going off of the, well, are you going to nag or are you going to equip? Another thing that I have had many people speak into me and slowly been trying to implement is positive reinforcement. What was that example you gave me? Uh, What did you say? It's easier to catch. Yeah, you, you catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar. 
So explain what that means. Um, so honey is sweet and vinegar is not. If you want to see something done, you can either you can either nag the other person about it, mm-hmm. or you can or criticize them when they encourage don't do them it. to do it, and then really just affirm it when they do follow mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. and practice that behavior that you appreciate. Mm-hmm. So for me, as far as you know, work goes, um, like when Jordan shuts down by herself, like she's done by five five thirty. I let her know how much that means to me. Mm-hmm. And she sees that and says, oh, wow, okay, this means a lot to Matt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to do this mm-hmm. because, you know, it's it's a positive thing. He, like, he appreciates it, and I feel good about it. And what I love is, and what's really helped me is, I think, you know, for any other workaholics out there, people that are really passionate about what they do and content to overwork themselves, it's also really helpful and it actually allows me to rest when he affirms the work that I have done. So not only is he saying it means so much to me when you take this time off, I'm so glad that we get to spend a couple hours together this evening or like whatever it was that helped me like practice that more. But he would also say things like, not just I'm glad that you're taking this time or that you're, you know, putting your computer away, but he would also affirm the work that I had done. Because I think sometimes I can tend to put my worth or my sense of purpose or whatever in what I can accomplish or achieve. And so not only does it help me to be reminded to rest, because if I don't feel like I've done enough or whatever, I don't necessarily feel like it's like I should, right? So not only did it help when he would tell me how much it meant to him, but when he also followed that up with something like, I love how hard you've worked. You have made such an impact or you've done such a, you just made this great accomplishment or you just finished this big project. How awesome is that? And you would affirm that, you know, and that really helps me go, oh yeah, okay, I can afford to take a little time off. You know, you would not only affirm what you liked and appreciated, but you'd also affirm the work I had done, which I really appreciated. I got you, babe. (laughs) I got you, babe. Um... Yeah, and even when that seems trivial, it really is effective. You know, it's not trivial or dumb to affirm something, even if it's as small as, hey, you put your sock in the laundry bin, or hey, you closed your computer. Those are things that are really enforcing the behaviors and the changes and the strengths that we appreciate in one another. So the next thing that we, um, we've we done that has really helped strengthen our relationship um, is to seek counsel from couples who are much older than you are, mm-hmm. um, a lot more life experience. It's great to have other friends who are like-minded um, and kind of travel in the same path that you are, but it's also just extremely valuable to have people who are, you know, almost twice your age mm-hmm. with a lot more life experience to pour into you and, and um, you want people who are going to shoot you straight Yeah, because um, it's really easy to justify to yourself and to your friends like, oh, you know, She's always this way, and, you know, you can make it sound like you do no wrong. <laughs> but then you, you talk with a guy or a girl who's been in your shoes, you know, 20 years ago and be like, oh, no, actually, you're being selfish. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, consulting with others that can understand the differences and be able to identify, because sometimes you can— it can be hard to see your way through the trees when you feel like you're in the thick of it, when you're in the heat of a frustration or an argument, or you've just been this one issue, whether it's a laundry thing or a money thing or an organizational thing or fill in the blank. Um, when that seems to be a recurring thing in a certain season due to tension or stress or transition or something else, it can be really hard to see through the trees and just you could be feel like you're so convinced that this is the worst thing ever. And 
for us seeking counsel, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think we can often see that as weakness, like, oh, we got to figure it out. It's no, 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 no. I mean, and there's women that counsel me that I'll sometimes go to from a female perspective, like, how do I do this as a wife? And I know that you have guys, whether that's your dad or other older mentors that have been able to pour into you too, to help with those disciplines. You know, one one of the biggest things we're we're we recently started um, marriage counseling, and like I think for some reason in our society, it's such a taboo thing because mm-hmm. like oh my gosh, like if you're doing marriage counseling, then your marriage is on the rocks. Yeah, and it's like no, I like think if, your marriage if, can if always you, be on the rocks if you don't take care of it. Yeah, if you don't do marriage counseling, like you have a much higher chance of your marriage being on the rocks. Mm-hmm. It's like buying a car and never doing any maintenance on it, never changing the oil. Like the engine's going to burn out. Like mm-hmm. you need to seek counsel. You know, and we did premarital counseling, but some of the best advice we got is to like find an older couple can um, you. who's who's a third party. You mm-hmm. know, you don't want uh, your in-laws counseling you, like being your counselors. You can definitely seek counsel from them, mm-hmm. um, but you, you want an objective third party who can look at the situation and say, okay, this is how you can help change it. And this is how you can help change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just want to encourage you with that too, because that's a very tangible thing that you it can be so easy to avoid. And we don't have super fancy counseling, but we've identified an older couple that counsels other young couples in marriage. And it's already a blessing and still so new for us, but we can even see like, wow, that's life-giving and it's worth it. And actually it's kind of fun. We walk away feeling refreshed and full of wisdom. And anyways, another thing I would say, this is the last kind of point, and this is more of just a gut check for you in your relationship, is determine your answer to this question. Is your goal in a certain situation when you're feeling frustrated, when you aren't seeing eye to eye, is your goal to be right or to be unified? Because I think sometimes our pride can cause the need to be right and to be, you know, the one who does no wrong to take precedence over ultimately pursuing unity, even if that means I'm affirming him when I feel like this should be such an obvious thing that he should be doing. This is so trivial. No, it's you working towards unity, even if it seems you're not above that. And that's sometimes I have to remind myself, like, you're not above this, Jay. And you're going to have to step into some things like get up early or affirm this behavior when even if it seems silly or whatever. So, I think that's the other thing we have to remember. I mean, when I when I was really challenged by this was something as simple as Matt found this really awesome life hack where you can order groceries online. Who knew? And I was, how long did I fight that? She fought it our entire second year of marriage. <laughs> she was like, no, that's that is, lazy. That's no. so lazy. <laughs> and I'm like, no, babe, literally, like you can take 10 minutes and have your groceries delivered in the next two hours for free. Like, shout out Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, also not a sponsor. But yeah, these are <laughs> looking at you, Amazon. <laughs> no, but for me, I had this perception of like, no, I have to make my list and then I have to do this. And I still go to the grocery store relatively regularly, but there are some weekends when we have family in town or we've had. What? Yeah. Or you've I'm, been traveling. Yeah. And you're looking and you're like, what's the best use of my time? <laughs> right. It's like I could go and, you know, spend two hours start to finish as far as like making a list and then going to the grocery store, then shopping and then buying a bunch of extra stuff that I don't need. And <laughs> then coming if you go to back Target. <laughs> and then unloading it mm-hmm. and putting it all away where, you know, for example, if we're traveling, we can be in the airport getting ready to board our last flight and say, 
oh, okay, let's order some groceries. We'll be home around this time. Let's have mm-hmm. them delivered here and mm-hmm. bang, you know, you're done. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody has to do it that way, but like for our lifestyle, that has been something that we've implemented that's been huge. And, and it was I something that oh, Jordan fought for a while. Yeah. And then I don't remember what happened when we did it one day and I was like, dang, this is awesome. <laughs> And it hit me like your need to be right for whatever reason has actually caused you to fight and avoid using something that's actually really helpful and has allowed you to make the most and maximize your time. Anyways, that's just a simple example. But yeah, I mean, that's those are just a few things. I mean, for us, we really believe in waking up and prioritizing that time together at the beginning of the day, closing our day, you know, praying for and with each other and um, spending some time like doing intentional activities, whether that's reading or learning or going for walks or whatever. And that doesn't mean that you just cancel out, you know, your weaknesses, but you can help refine one another's through writing down your roles. You know, we thought we, I think we just assumed we had roles, but when you can really write down like, this is what you're going to do for the house. This is what I'm going to do. All those things and slowly implement incremental change. It makes a huge, huge difference. And also get over the need to get all your own groceries. (laughs) if you haven't tried to do that yet. Um, Yeah, last thing I want to share with y'all is just to remember that you're on the same team. I mean, you can probably speak into this better than I can being a football player. Matt's a really big, buff football player. (laughs) See, I got you there. Yeah, she's saving the whole kind of attractive husband (laughs) statement from the opening line. (laughs) But, um, no, I mean, okay, so from a football perspective, do you have two – is your quarterback and your – Receiver, do they have equal talents, equal strengths? They have different strengths. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I I wouldn't say they have the same strengths, but because I was a long snapper, I'm going to do a special teams analogy. Okay, yeah. Because the quarterbacks and wide receivers get all the attention. Okay, fair enough. Long snappers and kickers and punters get brushed under the rug. (laughs) So in order um, for a, you know, like like Jordan was saying, a, a long snapper and a punter, have two different roles, but both are equally important if you want to get a good punt off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the punter can kick the bar, ball really far, and the snapper um, can put the ball where the punter needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the snapper can't necessarily punt the ball. ball correct. Well. I my my punters can all any punter that I've worked with can affirm that I cannot kick worth a darn. <laughs> and you know you you don't expect expect the punter to snap the ball because that's not his role. Mm-hmm. But if you want the operation to be successful, you need both people to work and be proficient in their roles. Mm-hmm. And those both of those roles complement each other. And when they do, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You get a five-o hang time, 50 yards downfield, fair catch. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, you know, those different positions have different strengths and therefore, you know, different weaknesses, but they work together because they're working towards a common goal. And so the, tr- the reality is, is that teamwork comes with tension. I mean, were you ever frustrated on your team when something wasn't when there wasn't a totally smooth operation. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And honestly, the majority of the time, it forced me to look in the mirror and say, okay, what could I have done better here? Mm-hmm. How can uh, I be a better team player? Right. And so that's what I just really want to encourage anyone who's listening and also remind you that it's normal and that, you know, it's it can be hard when you have differing strengths and you're trying to figure out how to work together and gel and create unity. But Tension can come with teamwork, you know, but if you can power through that and try to find little incremental adjustments that you can make, 
and encourage and affirm the other to make rather than just nagging the other or rolling your eyes at the other or acting like you're better than the other, that's what's going to lead to victory. It's going to be hard. Babe, is it going to be hard? Yeah, it's going to be hard. (laughs) It's going to be hard, and that's okay, but— just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not worth it. So we just want to encourage you. You're not alone. It's normal. You can try to implement a few of these things if you haven't already. Don't be discouraged. Don't give up. It's going to be hard, but because it's hard, that means it's worth it. So we're over here cheering you on, friends. Y'all got this. <laughs> I just made a really weird noise with my nose. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Okay, we should we should end this episode but now. <laughs> thank you for having me on, hun. You're welcome. You're You're the most handsome. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. This show is a part of the Lasting Media Network and produced by John Finder, Jason Barrett, and Jonas Litton with the help of Jackson Willis. Visit lastingmediagroup.com to learn more. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.